everybody, welcome to another movie episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbard, and who can't run away from their feet with me tonight? Hi, Michael K. Hughes, I'm America. Uh, <laughs> I'm Tiffany Overton, and I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kristen Banks, I got nothing too. <laughs> I don't remember those quotes in the movie, guys. Yeah, <laughs> even our wives aren't exempt from us just not telling them <laughs> that we do. I never have anything, I'm just like, uh... <laughs> We never tell anybody. That's been going on for a long time in this show. I know it happens. I just know got nothing. And, and Mike, since this was your pick, or actually it was Kristen's pick. Kristen, you should introduce what we're talking about tonight. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite movies. That's Cloudy <laughs> with a Chance of Meatballs. 2009. I just want to play the game now. <laughs> I've never played it. Well, I feel yeah, like I'm missing out. Game. Yeah. For 360, it's somewhere on that shelf to your right at the moment. Why am I not surprised? You shouldn't be, but yeah, somewhere over be. there. This is the first time I saw this movie, which I have no idea why. This first time I saw this movie. <laughs> it has a title that I feel like might you know make you not so sure if you want to watch it. Like I was telling my my mom when I'm watching, like that sounds stupid. I'm like, no, 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 no. It, yeah, <laughs> the kids well, movie, I mean, it's fine. Like we we talked about before the recording, this is based off a children's book, so it's very clearly marketed towards young young kids. And all of us are in our 30s. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's still great. Yeah, well, we cover Tangled and Dark Crystal, so. One of those is a kid's movie, yes. <laughs> and Labyrinth. That's not <laughs> One of those is still only a kid's movie, That's yeah. not a kid's movie either. <laughs> no, not at all. How was David Bowie in it? Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> so I, I had seen the movie once before, and I it'd been so long I didn't remember much about it other than meatballs and the machine i really had very little memory of it i just remember the 360 game which i played and beat and tried to get a thousand achievement <laughs> points but i again it's like it's so little my memory is so little when it comes to this movie mm-hmm. uh kristen thinks this is one of the first ones that we watch over skype i don't think we talked about it in the tangled episode but we were in a long distance relationship for like the better part of 10 years oh yeah long time something well. crazy so i bought Cow- dazzle, dazzle. Yeah, I was trying to think of what it, how to explain what it is. I don't even, I'm sure it's not around anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a capture thing. So I could like plug in audio visual cables into it and basically use it as a webcam. So we would call over Skype and we would basically watch movies over Skype. And this was one of the first ones that we watched. That's cool though. Long time ago. Yeah, we've seen it many times now. Oh, yes. That's not a bad choice, though. <laughs> I had actually first watched this movie because uh, Miranda Cosgrove has a song in this movie, Raining Sunshine. And that's why I ended up watching it the first time. Oh, didn't realize that was her. Yeah. Aaron really liked her for something back in iCarly and stuff. So I would. So and he was he used to sit there and watch her music videos. And then I'm like, OK, we'll watch this movie. I love her, Carly. <laughs> so I've only seen it once before until t- last night. I like it, though. Like, I, I like the fact that the main character, Finn is his name, right? Flint. Finn. Flynn. Flynn. Flint. <laughs> Flint. Flint. Okay. Flint Lockwood. I was combining two characters. Yeah. Flint from the last movie we did this, all four of us, and then this movie. Just... <laughs> it was oh, Flynn, yeah. not Flynn. Mm, tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> or sardine, sardine. How about that? That worked yeah. better? <laughs> sardine, sardine. Uh, That's I mean, Well, I mean, I, I like the way they introduce the character. I like how the, when you first see him, he's in. he's a kid, he's in a schoolroom, and he has... I mean, honestly, a cool invention. I mean, you have spray-on shoes. I mean, your feet will never grow, and you might not be okay, but they're still... <laughs> How did his feet grow? His feet yeah, I, I brought that up, too. It's, like, <laughs> it's a good thing that spray kind of expands with his feet. I mean, I'm assuming he got it off when they were new shoes. I'm no. assuming. I don't know. No, because he tells Sam that they... That was my assumption, too. They, he tells Sam that they don't come off. Yeah. 
Maybe it's like how they grow cubed watermelons where you just put it in a crate and it grows into that shape and his feet just don't grow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't (laughs) I like that invention. I thought it was cool. And like all the kids make fun of him. It's like, he had a really cool invention. And it's uh, the best Chekhov's gun. (laughs) Chekhov's gun, that doesn't. I'm confused. Oh, Chekhov's gun is where they introduce something and it becomes relevant to the plot later on in the movie. Okay. I'm assuming it's not based on Chekhov that I'm thinking of from... No, Star Trek. Okay, probably not. <laughs> probably not. So this this movie kind of threw me for a loop, and I like how you have like the town was once very prospering, and the whole idea is that and they all they, they sold sardines. All they did was fish sardines because they're on a little island right where the A is on your on where the Atlantic. <laughs> that was funny. I like that one. <laughs> the presentation is just so funny in this film. Like everything is, even though like we're all adults watching the movie, it's still funny even as an adult. Yeah, well, you, you know why the presentation is so great? These filmmakers went on to make a little movie called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Never heard of it. Ah, yeah. Never and heard then, uh, of it. Oh, okay. And they're <laughs> more recently in the news again because the M- Mitchell's First the Machines just came out to Netflix and it's also very well done. Came out that was a couple months ago. Yeah, well. <laughs> as of this recording. <laughs> you knew where I was going with that? Yeah. He loves our time paradoxes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I did I didn't see that Mitchell movie yet. We were we haven't watched it yet, but it's I might be looking at someone now. You definitely see themes that go oh, through yeah. all their all their movies, like the the colors mm-hmm. for one, because it starts out like all very drab. Yeah, this movie is like she said the the colors are all very washed out at the beginning because the town is in like a constant state of depression because <laughs> the world found out the sardines are super gross. Agreed. <laughs> so that means they have to eat them. I mean, can't you just stop like fishing sardines and make some other food? Like, I don't understand that part. But I think some of it was they probably just had like a surplus already. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so they yeah. had that canning place. Who doesn't want to eat candied sardines? Ugh. Delicious. <laughs> the one that got me is the baby bottle with a sardine in the bottle. Oh, oh yeah. That's <laughs> Or the like, the juiced one juiced. where they, he like sprays oh, on those like and, it. And, and the the watcher makes the same sound he does. It's like oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just no, I know. And then my other question is, they didn't have boats on this island. I feel like yeah, they, they would have to. I mean, the the well, fish. The end of the movie, they didn't have boats. Didn't they yeah, was, make boats at the end of the movie? Yeah, I just assume yeah. they all got destroyed in the. Okay, we'll just pretend <laughs> in the in the tornado, right? They all yeah. got destroyed. Was it a Sharknado? No. Okay. A little more ludicrous, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, that's another thing. Like, like you were saying, like the colors and everything. It's so it does start off drab, but it's like the way it grabs you. The movie keeps progressing, and things get better for the island. In quotation, like I love how how bright the movie gets and how all the mm-hmm. characters really evolve throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone does. Even man that has no eyes until he lifts his eyebrows up. Even he evolves a lot. <laughs> I love his that. father. I mean, how even the monkey grows as the movie progresses. That's my favorite character. Oh, God, Steve. 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 Patrick Harris. Yep. Voiced by the great MPH. This cast is rather... Yes. (laughs) This cast is really stacked. Like, Flintlock Hood is the the great Bill Hader, which, Mike, you'll know is the narrator from Scott Pilgrim. Okay. I can't can't think of anything he's in other than that, though. I I didn't even recognize that. I recognize the name, but I can't think of what he's in. He's mostly Saturday Night Live. Oh, there we go. That's why I don't know. I don't even remember him in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. I can't even think of the voice off the top of my head. 
he does like the opening narration. Scott Pilgrim is dating a high schooler, and then he does like the voice of Ninja Ninja Revolution when they're playing that oh, game. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, then... in the, he's Alpha Five in a Power Rangers movie from 2017. Yep. It was that. Okay. And I guess how he's Richie in It Chapter Two. Okay. Okay, that's somewhere I know. Okay, now I know who he is. Take your word for it. Earl you haven't Devereaux, seen that which is the cop, is Mr. Mm. T. If, yep. if it wasn't already. <laughs> So the crazy thing is in the second one, and as far as I know, it's not Mr. T, but they sound no, it's the same. Terry, the second one is Terry Crews, and he does a bang-up job. Terry Crews is probably a better actor than Mr. T. Yeah, well. <laughs> All he does, he does is a really Mr. good job T. here, though. <laughs> Mr. T was good in this film, but he's he not. Didn't, didn't say, I pity the fool. I was waiting for it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. I pity, pity the, the food. Fish, something. Or pity something. Pity the food would have been, been great. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was like, No. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it should have been there. He doesn't even say he loves his mama. <laughs> oh, that's from the like, that's from the commercial or something Mr. C says? No, he just famously loves his mother. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> when he was inducted in the the Wrestling Hall of Fame, he went on this really long speech about how he loved his mom, and they actually like played him off during it because he was going oh. too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He does a good job playing the cop, though. Like he's, oh, yeah. It's very entertaining every time he's on the screen, every time he's getting mad at Flint and wanting to arrest him. Which he's is amusing. Very passionate about his job. Flint's like, oh no, a jaywalker! And he flips <laughs> through the air, tackles the guy. That was funny. That was super funny. And like, everything with this movie, like the fact, like, and all, and all the fish puns throughout the entire movie you get all the time and food puns. Oh, oh man. Wait, have you seen the second one? I have no. not. Oh, oh they, they, they ramp it up to like 12. It's great. <laughs> It's amazing. I enjoyed the fish puns. I enjoyed the fish metaphors whenever his dad is trying to talk to him, which is voiced <laughs> by James Can or Con. Come or, yeah. Come he, on now. <laughs> he, he didn't even know who that was. I know who he is. I've seen some movies. Name him. Name one. Godfather? Yeah. Because I told you. Because I where, told you. I'm aware where it came from, but he does a great job with the voice. And like you were saying, the cast really is stacked. And mm-hmm. it's nice to see that because you really, they all kind of have their part to really shine, too. You got yeah, Anna Ferris as the the female lead, Sam Sparks. Sam Sparks is like you were saying, is voiced by Anna Ferris. I didn't really remember the actress because she's in the scary movies, which I don't really care for. Yeah, same. <laughs> I helped them out. Yeah, <laughs> she was in a uh, my super ex girlfriend with oh. Uma Thurman. Yeah, I have it. no idea. <laughs> yeah, this also referencing Scott Pilgrim to bring it back to that amazing movie. Never seen it. <laughs> liar. Scott Pilgrim, you've never seen Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> she she's a man liar. Scary movies? Uh, yeah, she's. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she does a good job in those. <laughs> I like those first two. I thought they were the first one and the third uh, one. The one with World of the World is pretty great. It's <laughs> the one with Charlie Sheen in it. Oh, yeah, yes, it is. I think it's the third one. It's the third one. It's not very good. Anyway. She's in the Bochy so, movie, but we won't hold that against her. <laughs> I mean, she's great as Sam Sparks. I, I love, like, their first... Inter- like, the whole idea that she's this was nerdy... Meowder... Meowder... Meteorologist. That word. And we, have a, I love we actually have a local one that can't say the word either, so it's funny to hear him announce the weather. He's <laughs> meteorologist. There's a, there's a couple words I can't say, and that's one of them, apparently. <laughs> Specific is another one I can't say, right? But... <laughs> you know that, but the way that Sam Sparks is like, I really, really like this character. I'm not super crazy about the actress; she's fine, but 
this character, I, I love the, what they do with her. I love her growth. I love everything about the way that she's in this movie. Like how is she, when they, like when, when she f- first meets Flint, she's mad at him because he's the guy that, you know, ruined her career in quotations. Cause he hit her in the face with a rocket, which <laughs> kill her, but hey, you hear there. But I, I, everything with that is just so great. Like when they first meet and they start talking and, and, and they're liking the same things and she's nerdy and he's nerdy. Like it is such a great little thing. I think especially for kids too, like who's at the movies actually aimed at, unlike the people on this episode that, <laughs> it, you know, it really like you would see like, Hey, someone's just like me. Like I made me a little different, but so are they. And I, I, I love that theme. Well, she tries to be different. She she is a nerd, but she tries to cover it up. But she'll say something super smart and then say something like a typical dumb blonde would say. It's like, hey, oh, it's shiny. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. <laughs> and he catches it, too. Mm-hmm. Car to the jello thing, though. I don't think Flint knows that he's a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, good point. Like a, good point. I, too, was a nerd. And he's like, two? <laughs> <laughs> but he knows that he's that she's like him. He knows that he's different, I think. Yeah. He doesn't come off the same like a Sheldon would come off from Big Bang Theory, where <laughs> oh, he's like, I'm better than all of you. Yeah. He's very naive about everything. Look at the way he kisses. <laughs> yeah. oh, you know what? That could fit for both characters, Sheldon and Flint, but <laughs> yeah. But Sheldon doesn't puff up his cheek. <laughs> no. He does not. And that, now, look at that's a funny scene. And they don't even kiss. Not until the very end. We'll get there. And then they both puff up. I don't get it. <laughs> it's it's a, maybe it's a puffer joke because they're puffer fish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do mean, like movies. how you're not really sure because you obviously assume he's an adult, yeah, but they I do. I love the <laughs> yeah, but they do the invention montage to kind of show you how he grows. And at one point, he his voice actually cracks. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, hey, he's a teenager, and then he gets out of that phase. So it's like, oh, okay, he's an adult now. <laughs> I would say like maybe what nineteen, twenty, early twenties. Yeah, I guess 20. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. And you were mentioning earlier about his mother. He was only in the first part of this movie. Yeah, and they got Lauren Graham from Gilmore Girls yep. to oh. voice like two lines. Okay. Apparently, apparently her name is Fran Lockwood. Yeah, she's pretty great. She's in The Pacifier, too. Oh, really? Yeah, she's the, the one with Vin Diesel. Oh. She plays the president. Or the president. The principal. <laughs> The president of the school. Of the school. <laughs> I was Jesus. like, the president? <laughs> Principal. I can word. <laughs> sure you can. <laughs> I mean, I, I like everything with him. I like how the fact that, you know, she passed away, but that's also kind of a thing showing that him and his father aren't as close as they once were. His father doesn't really believe in him the way that his mother did, because she was encouraging him as a kid to be an inventor, where his dad is just like, go have a full-time job. Go work at the tackle shop. Stop inventing. And the whole time when I see that part, I'm thinking to myself, you can have a full-time job and still create things. I yeah. do it every week. Yeah, right. <laughs> Usually not full times a week. Yeah, that's what went through my head when I saw that part. I'm like, you can still invent stuff. <laughs> but it, it's so good the way that they, they bounce off the characters and the way that his dad like believes in him but doesn't know how to share his feelings either throughout the entire movie. Like He just doesn't know how to talk to him. And when he does try to talk to him, he tries to talk to him with fishing metaphors. <laughs> Dad, I don't know what you're saying, Dad. Yeah. I don't understand your fishing metaphors. <laughs> Just talk to me, Dad. But that is so great because, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, there's so many relationships, especially, probably, you know, this movie target again, at kids, that, you know, they're not able to, you know, maybe not connect with one of their parents. And here you have something where it explains it completely why they can't connect. And, and the movie, you have, you know, a conclusion of what's going on with this. And I just thought it was so good and so empowering. And it really made me feel. Uh-huh. Yeah, because like, like he says at the end, he's... 
bewildered that someone as ordinary as him could be the father of someone so smart because he just has no idea what technology is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh God, that the part with the email. The computer seems <laughs> hilarious. You don't know how accurate that is with some people. I can't go into too much detail, but I can say that is a hundred percent accurate with people that I have run into in my life. Let's say. Can't even make a copy. Let's just say you. that. You've got to watch the Mitchells thing because there's a lot more of that in there. <laughs> and once again, the theme. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do like a lot of themes throughout their movies. You get the fatherly love, which we see in Spider-Verse as well. They uh, they know what they, the, their strengths and they play well to them. But where's the guy that broke up with his girlfriend but then went in a different world and was hitting on the girlfriend again? That wasn't in this movie? No. Okay. What are you talking about? <laughs> Peter Parker the from the... Oh, other... okay. <laughs> I know it didn't really work. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like Kingpin. I'm like, he doesn't really hit on her. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. All the father stuff really hit me because I am a father. And it really made me feel for him, especially because I feel like sometimes I'm in that boat in a way where my son and me sometimes don't know how to connect each other as well. And I I loved how it had that. Uh I I just I love the invention. I love when you see his lab at one point in the movie and he goes. I don't know how the hell he goes for that tube and goes sideways. But either that I love the fact that he took like a little (laughs) tunnel. Puts a blanket over. Has a little Simon Says thing from the '90s toys <laughs> to get him. That doesn't even do anything, but just there because it looks it makes, cool. And I'm like, <laughs> makes all the noises himself. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then you get to his actual lab. It's like, holy crap! Yeah, like how Which, does this, this is a legit lab. <laughs> Started out as just a little tree fort when he was a kid, and it's growing into this big eyesore from the outside. Yeah, and they're like, he's weird. I'm like, man, if I saw something with a giant lab, like, man, I got it. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I understand you know, that guy. I mean, the idea that you have a town that's very, you know, stuck in the past. They haven't moved forward because they're too busy eating sardines every day. Uh-huh. And I think that's like the whole aspect of the movies about that people didn't change or this guy is trying to change things, but nobody else understands what change. Well, the scumbag mayor is trying to change things for his, his own oh, personal God. benefit. Mayor Shelbourne is amazing. I called it. I was like, he's going to get fat now. And holy, did he get fat. <laughs> I didn't catch it the first time I watched it. But then you watch it again and you see him start to like eat things just whole, mm-hmm. yeah. just right from the beginning. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh, God. The, the hot dog later on? Oh. Oh. I know, I do. <laughs> and they got the best voice actor. They got Bruce Campbell to do the voice of the mayor. Of course, he's going to play someone sleazy. <laughs> he's a talk as the King of Thieves. That's what I, I always would be talk as the King of Thieves for me. Nice. All the weird characters in Spider Man, the Spider Man trilogy. Not you weren't thinking of Ash from Evil Dead, Mike? No, I've never seen Evil Dead. <laughs> I would say I could change that, but I couldn't because you'd be like, "Nah, I'm good." <laughs> but you'd be like, "I'll nah. sit down." <laughs> he he does play such a good sleaze though in this movie, and I, he I mean the mayor makes a great villain for a kids movie too, even though he's he's a villain. I mean he's a villain completely, but he does a good job of like you know I understand because here's somebody in power, someone that's a leader, so of course like Flynn's gonna look up to him, other people look up to him. And he's kind of like pushing Flint into this whole, you know, project once he figures out what Flint can do. Once, you, once the machine finally does get launched into space and it starts or into the sky and starts making, you know, food. And he's like, hey, I can make money off this. You know, he, he fi- you know, he's quick to take advantage of what's happening. And his whole so, idea is to get the town on the map. <laughs> what's the name of this machine? <laughs> I got nothing. They can't even say it in the movie, too. Like, Flizzberg. It's not a word. It's funny. Flizzberg. Flizzberg. defer. Flizzberg. defer. <laughs> The oh, what is the Flintlockwood dynamic? Uh, I don't know, the, the last year of food replicator. Oh, here it is. Flintlock Flintlockwood diatonic super mutating dynamic food replicator. 
Or for short, the Flitzendorfer. <laughs> they do get it better. Like the first, when they first say it, they stumble on. But later on in the movie, they actually say it correct. No, yeah. <laughs> is, I love the fact they they say it like yeah, five different ways. I think he says it right each time, but Sam always says it different. They say it less awkwardly. Let's say that. <laughs> and I, I did laugh when the mayor, like the the mayor, had this whole idea that he wanted to share that's going to bring people to the town, which wouldn't have brought anybody before the food replicator happened. <laughs> And it's whole like a sardine town. Like sardine, a sardine lands. Part. Oh my gosh. Yeah, where he, uh, another character we haven't mentioned is Baby Brent, voiced <laughs> by Andy Samberg. But Uh-oh. <laughs> he's, so he's the face they put on the sardine can as a baby, and he kind of rides that high his entire life. So Mayor Shelbourne's trying to basically capitalize on his fame to revitalize the town so everyone recognizes him as a great mayor. And then once that fails, he latches onto Flint's invention does the same thing. So the other guy was his son, right? No. No. Oh, it wasn't? No, everyone's like a son to him. Yeah, because he says the same thing to Flint later. Yeah, okay. I really thought that Brent McHale, the the diaper guy, was his son. And then he was like, okay. The only parental child dynamic that we actually see is Flint and his parents and then Cal Cal and his his parents. Everyone else, we don't really see a whole lot of parent-child relationships. Oh, it makes I sense like that there wouldn't be parents Cal around when the kids are eating everything they're eating, so... <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> oh yeah, this movie's completely insanitary. We'll get to that one. <laughs> oh, man. Right, we'll get there, but I... So even, like, the Sardine Town, like, the whole, like, Sardine Park was just so funny, and it's like, I'm normally not into some of these jokes, but I actually was laughing at all these jokes. <laughs> Shamu, the world's biggest sardine, is like the size of a fish. <laughs> a normal fish. I was like, wait, isn't that just a fish? Yeah, probably. Watch out it for was. the splash zone. It's just one seat, which has a great payoff. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy that was... Who was the actor that... Because that one guy that one guy that keeps showing up, the, act, the character that was try, as in the splash zone you see throughout this movie, I, don't, I think he was voiced by somebody, too. Yeah, according to... Was, so IMDb, his name is just Joe Town. He's voiced by Will Forte, which is another name I recognize, but I couldn't tell you anything he was in. Well, apparently, Wiki calls him the bearded redneck citizen of Swallow Falls. <laughs> like you do. Speaking of another character that kind of recurs, <laughs> oh did you guys uh, notice Macaroni Head? <laughs> yes. He is the best character. So once the flims to defer goes crazy and towards near the end he this guy gets a macaroni noodle on his head and every time you see him from the rest of the movie he's somewhere in the background he's always facing the wrong direction from everyone else <laughs> it's the best and he's nodding along with the crowd anyway <laughs> i do love them things like that in movies though yeah and it works for this movie yeah. uh-huh. i mean you, you know who would think that you could take a movie that's based about giant food hitting the ground and actually make it really entertaining I wouldn't have thought that at first. Yeah. Probably a kid's best dream. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, the, f- the first thing they make it rain is cheeseburgers, and those burgers look delicious. <laughs> Speaking uh, of, can we talk about how well, like, animated slash drawn this food is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like you pointed out, just how simply beautifully animated it is when they hit the ground and they kind of fall up, like the burgers fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> really well done. <laughs> It is, and all I could think of, though, when he's first trying to make the machine work before he shoots it in space and he's trying to make the cheeseburger, all I could think of is the replicators from Star Trek. That's okay. all that went through my head. Of course it did. Well, I'm, I'm happy for you. <laughs> I mean, it was a replicator mm-hmm. from Star Trek. 
It's a, it doesn't convert water, it converts just light. But that's me here. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's enough of that. Let's move on now. I, I mean, I don't blame him for wanting to make something like that. That's what I'd want to make, too. Water goes on the top food. and food comes out the bottom. <laughs> it, it, it's such a cool, like, the idea. That, and then like, once it goes in the air and he first has it, like you were saying, the cheeseburger raining, he goes from the town fool to the hero of the town. And I love how, like, everyone sees him better, except Sam is like, you know, kind of when he starts, you know, working for the mayor, his dad and well, I should say his dad and Sam, both the characters are kind of like, eh. you know, they don't see him the same way because the attitude starts changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But again, he's not doing it for fame. He's doing it because he wants to help people. Because is this meek scientist to the most popular person in town. Of course, that's going to go to your head for yeah. something like that. I mean, his other inventions are pretty bad, like rat birds. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about those. What's the purpose of those? I didn't understand. It's another Chekhov's gun. We see him kind of attached to, to Flint throughout the, the movie, and it pays <laughs> off at the end. Are there wings, like, coming out of their butts, or...? Yes. They're, they're, they're somewhere down there. Yeah. somewhere down there. I'd like someone go... You know what would be a real cool animal? Have a rat and a bird put together. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't want a rat with wings. So they can attack us better. That's, that's just a pigeon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but pigeons don't really bite. <laughs> I like I like the remote control television that just, comes back around. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's been like what three or four times I think it shows up. Yeah, yeah, at one point they're looting and someone runs in and grabs a TV. Then the TV runs in and grabs a person. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that part. Yeah, a lot of great like, visual jokes that we really can't do justice just talking about them. No, but it was it was hilarious. And like, even sometimes like the other jokes that come around like the TV is like in the background. So you might not even notice it right away, uh-huh. but it's just there just because like, Hey, we'll throw it. Someone will catch it and we'll laugh. Yep. <laughs> I think we talked about this time. We've seen, Oh gosh, like I said, we've seen this movie so many times. We quote it all the time and we, we caught like four or five new things that we didn't notice before. Uh-huh. Like the, just like every time. Once the machine starts spitting out the food, the, it kind of revitalizes all the color. Like the, Oh, the first time we see it in the, in the air, the cloud is just, shimmering with a rainbow of colors yeah and after that it that's where in all the the color kind of seeps into the town and we like you said revitalizes everything and we compared it to pleasantville mm-hmm. yeah. oh <laughs> yeah i did kind of get that vibe i didn't catch that but yeah i can see it now yeah these animators really like their bright colors mm-hmm. we've seen a lot in spider-verse yeah but this movie i mean it really shows you because like you were saying before we go from like the depression town to everything changing because something new was introduced like the whole idea that now they can eat other foods everything is so much better which again all you're eating a sardine in your life would be pretty sad i think so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but again it makes sense why he has his wants to make this invention and i forget at some point during the food when he's talking with sam and that's when she finally puts the, he puts the glasses back on because she can't see without them <laughs> Yeah, he I uh, he, missed that. <laughs> he takes a bunch of requests, so he makes a rain all kinds of different things, which is another great montage of people saying different foods. And we find out Steve has some kind of history with gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you know how you get around gummy bears. <laughs> oh, that's an, another great payoff later on. That brings a question: What would you request, Mike, if it was your choice? Hmm, that's a good question. Reese's sticks, I guess. <laughs> They don't have any licensed product riding from this guy, but my favorite candy bar, so probably that. I feel like you'd, you'd ask for chicken parmesan. Yeah, chicken parm's good, or just mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I, I feel like you wouldn't be scooping mashed potatoes off the ground like other people, though. So yeah. Oh, and peanut butter? No, I'm severely allergic to peanuts. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. So what's it called? Yeah, peanut, peanut butter. Allergy. <laughs> 
that I like that because again it shows because he's trying to bond with her and he doesn't really know how to bond because he yeah, hasn't he, had a lot of you know interaction with other people before. And again, it reminds me a lot of Sheldon, but less of a of a jerk way of them portraying the character and just the innocent version of portraying that character. Yeah, it's like she says when she first walked into the lab. It's like you spend a lot of time by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I just I like <laughs> I like a lot of the deadpan humor too because when. When uh, Sam's like, can you keep a secret? No. <laughs> no. Or, uh, he makes it snow ice cream. He's like, I don't know how you're going to top this. Maybe with hot fudge. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that, too. And that's so another really like, sweet scene. Because the request with ice cream is because the, the, the officer, Mr. T, who's you know fighting him earlier in the movie and threatening him and going after him, has a request. And at first he's like, eh. And then he, because he doesn't want to do it because the machine's going to overload, but he's like, okay, I'll, I'll take your request. And that is such a like sweet little moment when the sun wakes up and everything is ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my only question is, you know, how would you, you would not be like, you know, snow is, I've seen what snow looks like and this would be the same thing. I mean, it would just be gross and terrible in no time. Oh yeah. That's oh, sticky, sticky as hell. And they were sliding through it. Yeah. No ice cream balls, snow balls. I don't know. There was a monkey poop in it. Yeah, there was. Yeah, too. that was so funny. Oh, look, there's chocolate. Oh, no, that's not chocolate. <laughs> and they just pan away. They don't even, like, go on to it. Like, no, let's wow. keep going. I love how Flynn, Flint, I keep calling him Flynn, too. I'm sorry. You're welcome. Flint straight up breaks into someone's house and just attacks them with snowballs. And then the mom <laughs> is just totally chill with it. Yeah. It's like, like this? Like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, they wouldn't harder. be totally chill. Oh, <laughs> just to unlock this diabolical side to them. But again, it kind of shows like you know someone that never was able to connect with people again, and you had that whole idea, which is what's cute about. It, but at the same time, it's funny because he's running in people's houses, attacking them. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has no idea how to interact with people. No, again, I do like- love the character development of pretty much everyone in this movie is amazing because later in the movie he starts taking charge. And actually being able to communicate with people. It's about the time his dad kind of shows that he believes in him once the, the spaghetti hits the fan. <laughs> <laughs> but then even even baby Brent. <laughs> kind of. That was oh, yeah. the, chicken, the chicken thing, that was funny. Chicken Brent. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not baby Brent. <laughs> but I like oh. that he even admits that he's been coasting on the coattails of his fame pretty much his whole life. He's like, I want to do something worthwhile. And even though he kind of messes things up because he's trying, he's trying too hard, he does come through in the end. So I really like that. Uh-huh. He tried, okay? I'm a sap for happy endings. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like another thing about this movie, it has a ton of like movie references built in, some that I didn't even catch. But there's a Star Wars reference in here, like apparently near the end. When they're going into the into the into where the machine is, and you have the giant sphere of food, it has two tunnels leading to the core. Oh, I didn't get that. That reminds me. I was going to ask you about that. So he drops out of the bottom of the machine at the end, and I wondered if that was supposed to be an Empire Strikes Back reference when Luke drops out of the bottom of the Death Star and it blows up. Hmm. What's up? That uh, I mean, the blowing up is supposed to be a reference to uh, the, the Death Star blowing up, but that would have been a New Hope. Because in Empire Strikes Back, when he falls, he's not on a Death Star. He just falls in, yeah, out yeah. into the ship and hangs an antenna and cries with one hand. <laughs> yeah, with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be crying, too, though. He got all my hands. So. Uh, and, apparent, and one thing that I know Tiff had caught is there's a Wizard of Oz reference with this, with the big tornado. 
but I wanted to to be Twister and like, oh, there's a cow. Oh, there's another cow. Nope, that's the same cow. <laughs> <laughs> they could have done it with something like, oh, look, that's you know some kind of food item. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. That was definitely Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And apparently, yeah. when you see the corn on the Great Wall of China, it's supposed to be a Superman four reference, but that means nothing to okay. me. Okay, that movie doesn't exist. <laughs> Superman Returns sub- subsided that. We talked about how when it went through and fixed everything, it didn't change. Oh, yeah. I don't know what these filmmakers have against Britain, London <laughs> specifically, but when Sam's doing the, the snow news report, she's like, the it says a la mode, and then it plays it around the world in different languages, but it always says a la mode except Europe, where they say, topped with ice cream. <laughs> and then during the credits at the end, it shows them fixing the world and it replaces everything with food and then London gets wiped and it still looks exactly the same. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. Maybe there's something against them then. Yep, seems that way. I, I like how, like, at first when he has the food launching, it's all, like, normal-sized food and then, you know, as people make more requests, like we were saying before, that's when you see everything start to go haywire. You start getting a giant food that could, probably would kill people, but, you know. Spaghetti tornado. <laughs> Except we were saying before, like with the ice cream, I would not want anything to do with ice cream. As much as I love ice cream, I would like, nope, nope, I'm good. I don't want to, I wouldn't. Well, all this food is is irradiated because it pulls in water from the clouds and irradiates them to change their molecules into the food that Flint programs it to spit out. So it's all radiation anyway. That wouldn't end well. Nah. So maybe you didn't, you'd have the X-Men then. You know, we'd be fitted. <laughs> Boo. Body of the Chant of Mutants. Keep your gauge up. Michael, I mentioned several times, we're like, that person would absolutely be dead. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how <laughs> these stakes, whenever he's talking to his dad about um, asking, are you proud of me? Number one, you can actually, if you pay attention, you notice the stakes start getting bigger in the background. Mm-hmm. But these stakes are falling and breaking tables and breaking glasses. <laughs> and then Flint just takes one to the head, doesn't react. Yeah, I, I compared it to Captain Marvel tanking Thanos' headbutt in Endgame. Like, he's, he's just as powerful. <laughs> okay, I didn't catch that when he takes us to the head. But yeah, I mean, you drop something from that high, it's going to destroy. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. stakes come in different sizes, okay? Pay attention to me. Yeah, but it still hurt. If a penny can kill you from the Empire State Building, a stake is not going to be okay. Empire State did look building. good, though. Maybe his hair has superpowers. <laughs> good hair. His hair does get damaged later on, though. Oh, mm-hmm. I also got a kick out of one of the inventions that he makes that there's so much food, so their idea is to get a thing that puts the food in a big bowl on top Left of a truck yeah. and then shoot it. And at the one point, cider. it shoots a bunch of kids. I'm like, they're gone. Yeah, and the ice cream. <laughs> Where did it end up to? Yeah, they're dead. <laughs> the beginning. Out of sight, out of mind, as, as, <laughs> as they say. As we were saying before, throughout all the time that this has happened, you just watch the mayor get bigger and bigger. <laughs> and he's the only character that gets like that. No one else does. Yeah, because he's like eating bacon out of the gutter as it like shovels into <laughs> that his was mouth. My favorite. I forgot about <laughs> that. That'd be me. Okay, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> goes, do uh, bacon. He goes to flame. He's like, I want. Pizza wrapped in bacon, you know, deep fried. Just in a turkey. Yeah. Deep fried. That's me, the mayor. Oh, God. <laughs> did you get a new haircut? Yes, I did. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> he has a little Thank scooter. You yeah. Well, that's segue. That poor thing. How the heck did he even get into his lap? I think Flint says that. How'd you get in here? <laughs> and we don't get an answer. No. And, like, surprisingly, Steve is even funny throughout this entire movie. Steve. Yeah. Like, that joke doesn't get old for some reason. Yeah, it's, it's more puns, too. 
He's like, Steve, my most trusted friend. Can I count on you? And he's Got chewing it. on a sardine can. He's like, can? It's like, I knew I could. <laughs> yellow. <laughs> right, the dangerometer is in yellow. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many puns, and they're, and they're funny. And, and all the fishing metaphor. It's just so hilarious. And it, it surprisingly re- works really well in this movie. It's really good. <laughs> and as we were saying before, like we were talking about the part with like with Sam with the glasses. Like there's a little scene in there when when she puts on the glasses that right before she sees Flint as this big hunk until she puts on her glasses. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, whoa. <laughs> but I I love that character growth of them when they're in the you know he makes this Jello thing for her because she says she likes Jello, so he makes a whole like mansion out of Jello. And somehow yeah. he plays the piano, Jello piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you like Jello? It's <laughs> one of my favorite deliveries. <laughs> and they have the statue of her, and she doesn't get weirded out by it, which is yeah. <laughs> what are you waiting for? And then she looks over, and it's just an exit sign on the wall. <laughs> I love that. I, I laughed too. I was I was waiting, and then she's like, "Yes," because again, the the fact that they they're so well connected, and even at one point when she's mad at him, I forget why she's mad at him again later on. Uh, he kind of blows her off when she tries to warn him that something bad's happening. Oh, yeah. He's like, everyone's happy for me except you. <laughs> but, I mean, like, it does a good job of really, you know, bringing them back together. And it, and I, I like that, like, when she first puts her hair in the ponytail and she goes on news, like, and the guy's just making fun of her. Oh, she's nerdy. We got a nerd on here. And it's like, <laughs> so Patrick Patrickson is this guy's name. He's voiced by Al Roker, which is one of those oh, big wig news anchor guys. <laughs> oh, Okay. He's a weatherman, right? Or is he a news anchor? I think he's a news anchor. I don't know. He's he's one of those. I remember. People. If only we had the internet. No. No. But it, it's it's so good, it. and I feel like it's also something to kind of you know bring people up because there's I'm sure there's you know there's going to be women out there they're going to be your girls I should say in this case who are like okay this is me and I and I like that I like how it really you know it shows like it's okay to be different and I and I love that in this movie. Uh huh. I was surprised how much I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> Sounds like it. And of course, it has the overarching message of it's better to be yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, you know, you, I mean, even the villain isn't really, he's a villain, but you know, nothing like, yeah. not terrible. More like, so. more like an antagonist. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. not trying to do wrong. He thinks he's doing right by himself anyway. Well, until yeah. he steals the boat, starts eating it, and then starts sinking <laughs> at this the end. was not thought out. <laughs> That was great. That would not end well. Weren't they like made out of toast or grilled cheese? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah but that bread wouldn't taste very good. I'm floating in water. But we'll get yeah. there. I don't think he cares. Some no. of the sandwiches <laughs> were made of Swiss <laughs> cheese. They're not going to be very effective. <laughs> I like how the town changes names. When you first have the town it's called Swallow Falls and then it becomes Chew and Swallow. Neither one of those are great. No. <laughs> chew and Swallow. That's bad. Swallow Falls is a better name, though. Yeah. At least then you could say it's like falls that I don't that doesn't have anything to do with sardines, does it? Yeah. Or swallows or waterfalls. They probably just called it that so they can make the chew and swallow change later. (laughs) Yeah, there were a lot of jokes with that when we were watching this movie. I was like, oh my mind went real dirty in this. It was pretty damn funny though. And I, I like how everything keeps changing. The signs keep like they put up new signs, and the signs get destroyed as the movie progresses. Mm-hmm. And like, so every- the the fishing businesses are replaced by like bibs and napkins and stuff. <laughs> but I also know nobody else you know gains any weight except for the mayor. Mm-hmm. Like everyone kind of stays town, the same. 
The town, every time it spits out new food, it's remarkably spotless. I guess that I just elder cider works pretty well until they <laughs> overclog the dam. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a whole lot of food later on in that dam. <laughs> a lot of garbage. And then it breaks. Yeah. And then that's... <laughs> yeah. just, like, you're, you're, you mentioned the unsanitariness of <laughs> everything they're eating. Especially being a fishing town anyway. Yeah, that salty air. <laughs> just, like, bacon out of a gutter. <laughs> <laughs> and just, like, hot dogs off the ground. And steak off the floor with bits of glass in it. <laughs> See, it should have been a town of dogs. Then I could have. Then I was yeah. like, okay, I, I understand now. Oh yeah, our dog. That, that would work for our dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can make it rain cat poop, and they'd be just as happy. <laughs> Monkey poo. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> we pointed out one point that a giant hot dog fell in there. Replaced the mailbox. Yeah, it just had mail in it and everything. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. That was funny. <laughs> it's just so many jokes and. And, and and like how with like with Sam as the movie progresses and you have them trying to like when they go to stop the whole thing and like the little guy that is the cameraman that yeah, joins man. them Manny. <laughs> and he's like well I'm, I was a pilot and I was this and I was that and everything they need him to be he is yeah. he's also a particle physicist really no he's also oh, a comedian <laughs> when, you know was Big Bang Theory Big Bang Theory was out this time uh, yeah uh, could have been a reference to that maybe that's what I thought of I was like ah. <laughs> I've been watching way too much Big Bang Theory lately, yeah, though. Yeah, can so. you tell? Good <laughs> <Feel> lord. <laughs> Let it go. <sighs> I can't. I watched too much of that show now. But that's all I thought of. I, thought, I felt like that joke was a reference to that, because this came out in 2013. Or no, this came out in 2009, I think. Yeah. We just said when this came out. I thought, I thought it was 2009. It is 2009. I'm reading the wrong thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I like how you actually don't get meatballs in this movie till the till when the everything hits the, when the, when it hits the fan. Yeah. Well, it's just with a chance of meatballs. It <laughs> doesn't mean it's going to happen. Jeez. I mean, how often is the there. weather person right anyway? Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, because Sam only reports the weather that's currently happening. Yeah, that's true. Like, like Karen from Mean Girls. 74% chance it's raining right now. <laughs> it's already raining. <laughs> and like everything when they go into the big the big meatball that's surrounding the machine like that whole part is like where they actually have like the stakes they're trying to <laughs> you know it's the stakes of the mission trying to stop it and i really like i like this and then you know like they originally and they go down the wrong hole when they drop down to get we're like, oh we're right there and they just go and then because of the big baby drops with them and knocks them in the wrong spot <laughs> yeah the, the sight of him in that diaper is not pleasant no, I was getting and really upset with it. Pulls it off while he's like, in the chicken yep, somehow. I'm like, oh god! <laughs> Good thing I'm wearing a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> no more. I'm done with this. <laughs> Him and the chicken though is that was funny. I loved it. It was disturbing, but it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and this that's another scene that I thought was also real powerful. The part where as they're fighting the chicken, they finally get to where they have to get this machine. And as he's going down into the machine, he and she um, she's lowering a rope and she gets pricked by the peanut butter. And she starts swelling up again. I, I thought of Big Bang Theory. And <laughs> OK, hey, it's all your fault. No, um, I don't know. Yes, I don't know what he's talking. So about. and I, I really got to I like that how she's sacrificing herself while she's suffering in order to help him. He finally he's like, he's like just let go. I'll be OK. And uh-huh. he drops down into into where into the final area where the machine is. She confesses that she likes him, likes him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like you, like you. Wait, what? Me too. What about <laughs> you? <laughs> it's one of those things we quote all the time. <laughs> yeah, that could be a Star Wars reference too. Or, uh, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like you. Maybe that one. 
<laughs> and when he got down there, it, it reminded me of GLaDOS for some reason. When he sees the computer yeah. looking for him. <laughs> I think we mentioned that, You too. did. That's, you, you specifically mentioned GLaDOS. But he... He loses the goober on the way there. <laughs> goober! Because this is another thing these filmmakers like, is there's always a kill code. But he loses it, so he has to have his dad go to his <laughs> lab, get on the computer, and oh, email him a copy of the kill code to his cell phone. And I love Tim's reaction of, uh... <laughs> his eyes get all okay. big, and he just Why terrified. Why <laughs> like, drag it, drag it, drag, drag it, it drag it across the desktop. I didn't Whoosh. do anything! <laughs> Uh, like I said before, that is such an accurate scene. Yep. Way too accurate. <laughs> and then it's so exciting because he, after, because, you know, the tornado hits his lab and he gets out of all the food pile and goes and he's like, yeah, he did it. And then it's the cat video. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I like how earlier there's a scene where when he, when the, when you first get introduced to cat video and it starts showing it and he's doing stuff to impress Sam. Yeah. And it's like, I can't believe I've been watching for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Because you wouldn't know as a viewer, because only it's only like what you know, five, ten, you know, twenty seconds or so. Yeah. But I like how they throw that little joke in there. He's been trying all this time to impress her. <laughs> She's just watching the cat video. And then, of course, earlier they're going into the meatball, and Steve has the can of spray on shoes. He's like, "No, don't put that in your mouth." Yeah. And he sticks it in his coat. It's just like a little off moment. It's not really meant to be that big of a deal. Chekhov's gun. Yeah. And then later, <laughs> after that happens, he's like, well, what do I do? And then he's like, when it rains, you put on a pair of shoes. No, you put on a coat of spray-on shoes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A coat of spray-on shoes. It's the same metaphor as Dad gave yeah. him earlier. Okay. I was wondering why he had it in his pocket. I think we made a comment. We were watching it like, what does he have that for? Yeah. Because he's okay. dangling over the pit, and he looks down at his feet and remembers that it's in there. That yeah, he cool. took it away from Steve. I he hope that's what awesome stops the machine. Too. Just plug it up. Steve does get his awesome moment. When they're... He's flying with Manny and the gummy bears land on the plane, which I is I swear uh, that was Twilight a Twilight Zone, Zone reference. Yep, yeah. absolutely. I... Gummy bears, gummy bears, <laughs> gummy bears are great. <laughs> I love how he murders them, he rips off their heads and stuff. <laughs> it's great. And I just love that Twilight Zone reference too. You know, he looks at the window and obviously sees things ripping up the planes, mm-hmm. the plane yep. wing. Uh, he just keeps flying. <laughs> That's what they do in the movie too. They don't believe him. They cart them off in a in a scooter, or not a scooter, in a gurney, and then they see damage on the plane. Scooter. <laughs> uh, it's late. <laughs> it's late. It's eight thirty. Not even. No, it's it's so great, like how the way that this movie bounces bounces itself around and bounces itself out, and even that like the last part with Glado. So I'm gonna go with that again. I like how he's hiding in a hot dog bun at one point, and just the camera goes over and it comes back, and he's not there anymore. Yeah, <laughs> he's in the the olive with the pimento mm-hmm. on his head, like a helmet. I got Metal Gear vibes from that. <laughs> well, it's the same stupidity of, of walking around with a box. And like people not realizing, no, oh, what's that box doing there? Same yeah. idea. Just a box. Upside down. That wasn't there when you walked by earlier. Nope. Not <laughs> it's fine. Same idea. Start shooting corn out of it. It's like corn. Corn. <laughs> I like the cool computer voice as he puts it early in the movie. Cheeseburger. This is the male version of Kleidos. Yeah. Oh, that's all I can think of because the way that the computer was shaped at the end with the when it's sticking mm-hmm. out, it reminded me of that. That thing is really unpleasant looking. Yeah. When it's like shooting out the food hurricanes. Very bulbous and blah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is that? <laughs> and and at the time that they're doing all this, you have on, on the ground after you had the spaghetti tornado where all this food is like the dam is getting about to burst. And you have all the townsfolk that know what's going to happen. Like we were talking about earlier where they end up building rafts. And they're doing rafts out of sandwiches. And this part is also kind of like touching too, 
And I love how the fact that when, as they're building all these rafts and they have their rafts and they're headed for the sea, even though, again, they should have had boats, but if we said they broke. And I love how it's a cherry that drops on top of the big pile of food that breaks the day. Right. Yep. <laughs> that was hilarious. And Mr. Mr. T gives us our Spider-Man reference with his tingling chest hairs when, yeah. when danger's around. Chest hairs are tingling. <laughs> he, he has a good moment, too, like when his, like, again, we're showing the, like, the, the bad thing about the food when his son gets, you know, put into a food coma because he eats too much candy. Yeah. <laughs> again, I've got jelly beans moment. for teeth. <laughs> We had it coming. But what a, they do? They like snap the salary or something? Yeah, like smelling salts. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was funny, though. I need a salary. <laughs> uh, but it's just another touching moment. In how everything, you know, they, they, they do so, every character, except for one, you know, really it has you know, has their moment to shine Well, and shows themselves how good they are, except for mm-hmm. one asshole. But, uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, the whole, like, when they get the boat, they're about to get in the water, and the mayor's like, oh, and, like we said earlier, he just takes a boat and just starts eating it. I have an announcement! Like, so long, suckers! Yeah. <laughs> is, la- is that the last scene you see the mayor, too? Yeah. Uh, you see him, like, right before the credits, where he's kind of just floating in the water. He's like, this was not well thought out, and takes another bite of the pretzel mast. Okay, oh, I see that. <laughs> is that after the credits, or right before? Yeah, it's right before the credits. Okay. And then you kind of see him in the credits, where he gets poked on something and kind of deflates and then gets arrested by Earl and runs away. <laughs> okay. Not very fast MSCB. <laughs> uh, and then you have, in the end of this movie, you have m- probably my favorite scene, the one that really hit me and made me feel, is that <laughs> when when Flint finally gets, you know, every, they save the day, they stop the machine, he gets back and he survives and when Sam sees him, and I want to say, and his dad comes up to him and, you know, he sees that he survived and his dad starts to say another fishing metaphor. And who, is it Sam that puts on? Yeah, the, Sam. Okay, the, the talking translator. Yeah. yeah. She's like, go for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good and it's so powerful because it's like, you know, he, he now he can finally talk to his son. He can finally tell his son how proud he is, like we were saying before, proud of him and loves him and how, for, I think it was Tristan that said that, you know, this ordinary guy made such an incredible son. And I, I love that because, it, you know, it's just so touching how they couldn't connect and this is how they connect. Mm-hmm. And it's just so sweet. Get a little more of it in the sequel, too. Oh, okay. yeah. We gotta watch this sequel. Sequel literally picks up where this one ends. Yeah. Like, it's oh. the exact same scene. Oh, that's cool. That's great. And and this is when Sam and Flint finally kiss. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> like, are you gonna, are you going to kiss me? It's like I don't know. Are you going to kiss me back? Because I don't want to go for that <laughs> no, kind of like rejection. A, yeah. And, and, and again, as this happens <laughs> every time in the show, Mike, did you think the same thing I was thinking when I saw it? Oh, is it earned? <laughs> Bill, Bill what would Tucker Bill Tucker think? <laughs> <laughs> it went through my head. I'm like, what would Bill think of this? <laughs> Tiff is looking like what? And I'm like. Bill Tucker, the MCU guy, I do it with. Okay. She didn't get the joke. It's pretty earned. It is earned. But again, it's ingrained in my head now. Every movie I watch. <laughs> Every time a character kisses someone uh-huh. else. Is it earned? <laughs> I just think of his rants on Thor and Natalie, Natalie Portman. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how earlier he tries to kiss her and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yes. He's just, like, uh, I just thought, no. <laughs> he does it a few times. Uh, but also, wouldn't a Jello scrunchie not be good? Like be sticky and terrible? Yeah, I thought that. And fall apart. Yeah. yeah, and fall apart. <laughs> We like as we talked about a lot of it's like he sticks his hands out of the gel and talks. How is he talking? Yeah. And then <laughs> how she... long is his arm exactly? <laughs> yeah. And then she cannonballs into the gel. It's like, well, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and you just see her floating there or stuck there and I'm like, you need to breathe, do something. <laughs> yeah, and then Flip's like, I'm just I'm just gonna step out and take this and you hear him fall and well, he's dead too. Yeah, he's yeah. for quite a while. <laughs> Everyone's dead in this movie. <laughs> well, 
Earl and Cal and this, the ice cream snow, they sled off of the roof into a dumpster full of ice cream. That ice cream is not soft. That's going to hurt like hell. <laughs> I, mean, I think I already made the jokes. Like, I hope that's soft serve. <laughs> it's also very sanitary ice cream. You're eating your ice cream that fell from the sky oh. in a garbage dump. Yeah, in a in garbage dumpster. Mm. I mean, perfect. Strawberry's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and just the one kid eating strawberry, too? That was funny. And then, of course, you just kind of see all the, where all the food's coming from. That, like, that meatball is also not sanitary oh, yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> I do I like how when it... was kind of, like, pooping out the food. Like, yeah. <laughs> and when the big storm, like, the big hurricane starts to kind of pop, go, start to go across the world, all the clouds are food-shaped. Yep. Oh, nah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> Yeah, there's like a donut shape, and then there's like a turkey leg. Yeah, and a pretzel. <laughs> okay, that's cool. A lot of cool visual effects. This, oh, like yeah. I said, this team really knows their strengths. Yeah, they do a very good job with this movie, and everything just looks so awesome. I wish I could remember more about the game, though. Yeah, I need to find it someday. Like it. Yeah, I beat it a long time ago. Mm, okay, good job. I just don't remember anything <laughs> about it. <laughs> I just remember it had the inventions. You got to use different things when you did stuff diff- in the levels, but I can't remember anything Is else. Steve in there? I don't remember anything. Oh, that's rude. I think the second player plays as Steve. Oh, let's do it. I want to play as Steve. <laughs> <laughs> right, if I can play it, we'll play for this, this show someday. <laughs> oh, I do have something to say about that. Or not about that, but something about this movie in this shortly. But any last scenes you want to mention from this movie that we haven't covered? Oh, probably. <laughs> they come to mind. <laughs> I like I don't know I always crack up when they uh when she, when Sam's telling uh Flint about how she was made fun of she's like it wasn't even clever and it's like four, four eyes four eyes, eyes you need glasses, glasses to see and it cuts back and <laughs> he's like laughing <laughs> <laughs> which is especially funny to at least most of us because at least three of us wear glasses yep yes <laughs> Well, I'm supposed and, to wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and that's definitely something I got called as a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's re- relatable, but that that just that gets me every time that like he just laughs at her. It's like, dude. <laughs> well, again, it, it fits the character. He's someone that's very naive to what he's doing. Very intelligent, but very naive. The social cues. You think he'd be stronger about it since he was made fun of as a kid. He should mm-hmm. be yeah. accepting. Yeah, he got made fun of because of his shoes that never came off. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Brent himself. He wants to be smart. That's lame. <laughs> I think any other scenes that I want to mention. There's the the mayor when Flint realizes that it's all going to hell because the spaghetti twister comes down. He goes to the lab to shut it down. And the mayor's in there ordering a Vegas style all you can eat buffet. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he tries to stop it and the mayor throws a, a a vegetable out of me. It's like, nice to beat you. That's a radish. <laughs> That's a radish. <laughs> okay, that was really funny, though. Mm-hmm. And then that's what hits the computer. That way you can't put the kill code in. Mm-hmm. Like how he realizes exactly what he's done. He's like, that was the only way to communicate with it. What did you order? Baby <laughs> <Yeah>, style, <laughs> you can eat buffet. <laughs> I like the another visual gag when the mayor's kind of pulling him to the dark side earlier in the lab and he's going it's a zoom in on flint's face and you see the mayor come in from left and right and he kind of alternates and he comes in from the left one time and you kind of see flint's eyes flicker to the right real quick and then the mayor comes in from the left again just to <laughs> play off. against your expectations <laughs> it's so stupid but it's still funny yeah no, this movie is really funny <laughs> 
All right, I think that about covers every scene that I want to mention. I do have, so before we go to shelf stacker box, I do have one mean thing I want to say to you, Mike, because it's your fault. So because of of you of you guys put this movie on the show, I had to watch the garbage pail kits. <laughs> and the Sorry. reason you go, well, how did that happen? Because Tiff wanted to watch it, and it came in a pack with this movie, and it was like sixteen dollars. Somebody was selling a bunch of movies. It wasn't like a movie pack. It's oh, eBay. I was going to say how they yeah, hell <laughs> and. She wanted to buy Garfield Kid, and it was $45 by itself. She's like, I'm not going to do that. But the fact that she could get this movie and a bunch of other movies and Garfield Kids for $16, and we're going to cover them in the show anyway. So because of you, I had to watch one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my oh, life. That can't possibly it's be real bad. I don't even know what that is. You, no, don't. Yeah. Well, okay. You can watch it. Oh, I'll let you borrow it. Nope, we're good. <laughs> I'll send it to you. I have your address. Yeah. I saw it as a kid when I was like six or seven. Is like this is even then I'm like this is the worst thing. This is awful. It is the worst. It's super gross. Uh huh. I was very upset watching that movie, and I was editing too, and I was like, get this movie out of here. <laughs> there has to be worse movie. What about the Toxic Avenger? That's pretty bad. Does it have like, one of the characters eating people's toes? I don't know. No, I don't know. He like mutates and carries them up and stuff. Yeah, but he doesn't sneeze on himself on his hands and try to shake people's hands and just look like a <laughs> god awful thing from my nightmares. But that's all. That's neither here nor there. So oh. <laughs> it's terrible. Okay. Oh, don't watch it. I try to get Mike watch to it. watch it, but he said no. Oh God, no! I'll never watch that movie again. <laughs> it's never happening. That's rude. Nope. Right nope. Yeah, I don't want to cover you because I have to watch it again. So. No. All right. I, have, I think we should go to shelf stack or box. And Christian, since this is your pick, do you want to go first? I'm sorry. He's going on the shelf. Are you kidding? <laughs> I didn't know what that meant. Stack is the new gray area. I don't think we had that. Oh, okay. Okay. Before. Okay. Yeah. That was yeah. new to me. I assume uh, yeah. the we first. We didn't have that last time we recorded together. <laughs> I mean, I we did. I still think you. we did it for the time. But yes, shelf. Absolutely. <laughs> like I said, seen this a million times. Like we, it's one of those that every so often we'll just put it on to play, mm-hmm. and we quote it <laughs> so often. And of course, you know it's it's very special because it's one of the. I'm not not 100 percent sure it was the first one, but it was definitely one of the first ones we yeah, watched was... while we were 700 miles apart. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had to be so nice. yeah, absolutely going on the shelf. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. And how about you, Tiffany? I think I would put it on the shelf. I really enjoyed it, and I could see myself putting it on when I need. I don't know. Just to enjoy something. When I couldn't figure out what to watch, you know, those times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about you, Mike? Oh, it's absolutely going on the shelf. Like, anything with this many visual puns and jokes and all that stuff is great A in my book. And I guarantee we'll probably watch it again here in the next couple of months and the sequel. <laughs> and I need, really need to check out the cartoon that came out. There's a series based on it, too. Yeah, I just saw that. That premiered on Cartoon Network back in... 2017. Like four years after the second movie came out. Oh, wow. So maybe we'll do that someday. And went for two seasons, by the way. Nice. So for a little bit. All right. And I'll I'll go last. This is also going to go on the shelf. I wasn't I wasn't like super thrilled when you first announced me. Okay, I'll watch it. I wasn't. But it really got me. And I and like I said before, like all the stuff with connecting as a father also really hit me and how much fun I had with this movie. I didn't even take notes. I was was enjoying the movie and I didn't want to record that way. But it's. (laughs) It's, it's a really good movie. It's something that I'm going to definitely recommend to people, even though it's got a name that goes, what? But it's, it's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. So going on the shelf, and I'm glad that we, we watched it again. Yeah. And like Kristen said, the soundtrack is awesome. So yes, there's <laughs> Miranda Cosgrove has a song. The whole reason I watched this the first yes, time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the watching. song that plays over the credits. Yes. Her music career did not last long, by the way, though. Yeah, well. She had a song. She only had a few songs. 
I unfortunately used to know them all, but there, that, that's who I hit on there. Taylor Swift took her. Oh, this is Aaron. This wasn't me. This wasn't Aaron really liked her for some reason. So we used to put on the music videos for him and he would just fall asleep for that. Mm, so. Maybe Aaron. <laughs> so that's how I ended up wa- listening, watching her terrible songs, listening to her terrible songs. Better but, than Rockstar. Eh, better, yeah, for a kid. <laughs> all right. And I think that should bring us to plugs. I would say what we're doing next time. Who knows what the hell we're doing? Yeah, who knows? Hopefully we'll do the sequel at some point. We are covering Garbage Pail Kids next time. Oh, God, no. (laughs) You guys have fun with that episode. I told her I'd do it. We're busy that night. Why are you so mean to me? That's just so rude. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. He's like, nothing. I told you we'd do the Mario Brothers movie for you someday. That's that's all you get. Oh. You want to come on that one? (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna take us out of this episode. Alright, and thank you for listening to another movie episode of Games My Mom Found. If you enjoyed this episode, you can find tons more episodes to go listen to. We do movies, comics, and games. Every week we cover different games. So definitely go check out all those. And we are still should be still covering the MCU. Definitely go check out all those movie episodes. You need more. And if you enjoyed well, our intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, aka Mike's Tony from ZP Bite the Bullet, Song of the Cool Kids Squad, you will find a link in the show notes to his YouTube channel. And if you want to help out the show, you will see a link to our to our Patreon. We have a Patreon now. Only took us two years. So definitely go hop on there. And there are incentives. Depending, You can vote in polls that we're going to be having every month. There should be one live, depending on yeah, there, there will be at this time. So definitely go check that out. You can get to throw some bucks if you want to, please. It helps us out a lot. And if you enjoyed this, so please just follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. You can find us there, too. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Steve! <laughs>